Deputy Mayor of Tamworth Regional Council, Phil Betts, joins me this morning. How are you, mate? I'm going wonderfully well, JB, and good morning, listeners. Hey, you're here to chat about the Australia Day Awards. The nominations for this are now open, Phil. Yes, they certainly are, and it's a, a wonderful opportunity for community members to nominate those in the community that have had, made a significant difference to our community, and uh, it's an opportunity for many people to be recognised for the valued service that they give to our broader community. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's been such a important year uh, for people giving back to the community over the last 12 months. I mean, we've seen some amazing examples of that during the COVID pandemic. Um, and, you know, that's been tough for us all in the last year or so. But even going back further than that, the drought and everything else that we've been through. So certainly some very well, uh, you know, worthwhile participants to be nominated for this. Oh, absolutely. It, it's uh, just been amazing over the years, the people that uh, have been recognised, just the depth of uh, uh, contri contribution to our, our broader community. But it's it's more than just uh, in, the, in the charity field. It's a champion in uh, the sporting field, the business field. It can be individuals doing just great work in the community. So it's a, a broad spectrum of nominees that can be uh, addressed. And they are across a number of areas, certainly in Baraba, Manila and Tamworth and uh, it's an opportunity for those people to be recognised. Yeah, exactly. And there's a couple of different categories people can nominate in as well, Phil? Certainly, there's uh, quite a number of categories. It uh, varies from town to town, whether it's uh, Manila, Baraba or Tamworth. But there's certainly the Citizen of the Year, there's the Young Citizen of the Year, there's the, uh, the Group of the Year, and also there are another number of awards that... Uh, can be bestowed on people within the community, such as the Mitchell Brady Award in Tamworth. Now, how can people nominate? If they're listening right now and they go, I know someone who ticks all those boxes, how can they go about getting their nominations in? Well, they can certainly nominate online at the Tamworth website. If you go to www.tamworth.nsw.gov.au, 22... Australia Day Awards, or they can call in at the Baraba, Manila or Tamworth office and pick up a, a nomination form. And of course, the official ceremonies for that coming up on Australia Day next year, January 26th, that's when the uh, the winners will be announced. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's uh, going to be a quite a, a big event this year because COVID played a significant uh, downturn last time and this time uh, people are going to be able to get out and be recognised in person. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And right after the festival as well. So great timing. Bang, 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 bang. Love it. Absolutely. We're all out and about now. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Phil, thank you so much for the chat. No problem. Thanks, JB. No, thank you, listeners. No, not a drama at all. And definitely get those nominations through and get all the details on the Tamworth Regional Council's website or, of course, pop into the council offices. 8.53, the stress test. 8.43, I should say. And the stress test on the way next. It's time for JB to share in a cafe coffee with someone, chatting about what's going on locally, nationally or internationally. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe Coffee Break. And here is our local member, Kevin Anderson. How are you, mate? Morning, JB. I'm well, and yourself? Very, very, very well. You're uh, down, down pounding the pavement down in Sydney, another week of Parliament sitting. Yeah, banging the drum, mate. Just making sure that uh, we get our fair share for Tamworth for roads and obviously uh, the new ambulance station that's being built in Tamworth, waiting yeah. for the DA to go through Tamworth Regional Council on that. 
But, you know, that's a five or six million dollar project, brand new ambulance station. So just making sure they stay in people's faces and keep people moving on some important projects for us. Exactly, and a couple of um, exciting announcements with Rose over the last uh, day or so. Rangarai Road getting some more cash there to do some upgrades and important work with that. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's a really important road that runs from Manila out to Bogabri. Uh, it's a dirt road, but used a lot by farmers, by miners, um, by uh, general people who live along Rangarai Road. We've been promising to get that sealed, and now we've got another $1.6 million, which takes it to $12 million mm. uh, to seal that road. So that work has already started. They've done the survey work, and they're looking at the gutters and the culverts. I know it looks like pretty boring when people drive past, go, come on, get some black top down on this road. Um, all of that work has to be done beforehand to make sure that when they do eventually put the bitumen on it, that it doesn't break up and, and disappear when the first load of trucks go across it. So... Um, that work's happening now, which is great for Rangarai Road. And Gunnaganu Road's another big one too, yeah. JB. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I love Tamworth, don't get me wrong, but I have to admit, the very first time ever that I flew into Tamworth, I got picked up by the boss at the airport as a young 20-year-old straight out of Adelaide, never been to New South Wales ever in my life. And he drove me out here and I saw Gunnaganu Road on the way out here to the radio station. I went, uh, right. And that was like 15, 16 years ago. It, it's, a, it's not the best first impression when you come into town, Gunnaganu Road. This section, it's, it's a little scrappy. Yeah, that little section there just around the Long Yard Hotel and the Long yeah. Yard Homemakers, it looks great as you're coming into the roundabout at Alex, Then it yes. sort of drops off a little yeah. bit yeah. and then picks up with the double the dual carriageway on the other side of Kalala Lane. So yeah. what we are doing, we're going to duplicate that road. We're going to make it a dual carriageway so it becomes the focal point, the centrepiece of arrival into Tamworth. Yeah. Um, so we've already done one set of consultation and, and a lot of people had some good ideas about what it should look like and what needs to happen. So that second round of consultation is out there now, JB. Yeah. So we want people... Um, so have a look at the design. So the design is out there. Uh, it'll be on um, Tamworth Regional Council at the uh, in Peel Street, as well as the library, yep. Yep. as well as being online. So I want people to have a look at this. Tell me what you think. The design concept for uh, Gunnaganu Road, uh, it is the showpiece, the entrance to our city. We've mm. got to make sure it, uh, it looks good and we get it right. Yeah, exactly. Definitely get that. Uh, get online or get down there in person to the uh, yep. the Tamworth Council building or yep. uh, the library and check it all out. Have you say? Definitely yep. very important. 100%. Love it. Where did you do work experience, Kev? Well, I sort of worked on my dad's fishing trawlers when we were growing up, but to get into journalism and radio, which I love, and what you do and television and stuff, my first work experience job was at 3CS, Radio 3CS in Colac in Victoria, um, I rode in and won a competition to join the breakfast shift for a week. Oh, cool. um, And, yeah, <laughs> me, I do a grasshopper. And, and uh, that sort of, that got me my leg up and, mate, the rest is history. Worked there and then worked at Mount Isa then, and then did a little piece at, uh, at, uh, at 2TM with, um, with uh, the sensational guys that were there at the time with Nick Irby. Did a little bit with him. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, at Prime TV. But, yeah, look... Um, Loved it. Love radio. Love radio. Um, so, yeah, so my first one was 3CS Colac 
at uh, Victoria. <laughs> you can still say it like uh, you would have back then. <laughs> well, I can tell you that it's outside 25 degrees and a fine and sunny day. <laughs> Nailed it. Do you want the Do you want the job here? I'll no. go. I'll go have a couple of weeks holiday. You can fill in. How's that? Well, but if you do, we should do that as, as a bit of fun, you know. Done. We sh- yeah. If you, we should do that as a bit of fun, you know. If you want to take a cut, we should do a job swap. You come and do my job for a couple of days. I'll go back and do your job for a couple of days. So it'll be fun. Why don't we do that? I like that. That's good. We should, we should do that job swap for a day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if too many people would trust me with any of the uh, the funding for that the 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 road cash and stuff like that. I mean, we'll I have to be careful with what I'm allowed with my responsibilities. But hey, look, if you've got some uh, you know envelopes that need opening or what is it ribbons <laughs> that need cutting, I'm there. I can do 100%. that. Done. Beautiful. Well, we should work. We should work something out there, mate. Have a bit of fun. <laughs> I like that. That's fantastic. Hey, Kev, thank you so much for the chat, and uh, we'll catch up again next week. Look forward to it, mate. Thanks, JB. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. 7.49 at 92.9. Don't wait. Get the trailer you want today from Tow World Tamworth. Tones and I are 12 past 7, cloudy day with JB for breakfast. Happy Tuesday. We're here. Thanks to Nathan and the team at Country Auto's GWM Havel for brand new cars. Check them out on Bridge Street. The brand new GWM and Havel range. You check them out there. And for quality used cars, they've got their own dedicated lot now on Gunnaganoo Road. Love to know what your first job was. Mine, and I think it, I lasted there for maybe five days. I don't even think it was even that long. Under a week, anyway. My first job I ever had straight out of school was a sale hawker. You know those guys that harass you in the shopping center? I'm sorry. I Look, someone's got to do it, okay? And that was my job. Um, I was selling for Save the Children, I think. And, um, look, I realized, because it was a commission-only job, and I'm not whinging, you got to start somewhere, but... At the end of my five days, uh, and they were long days. I mean, I got up at 5.30 in the morning, which is a sleep-in compared to this job. Uh, but I'd be on the 6.30 train to get into town to do a sales meeting, which, to be totally honest with you, if you've seen The Wolf of Wall Street with Old Bud sitting there in the restaurant with Leonardo DiCaprio going, a a you know that thing? That isn't too far off what our sales meetings were like, to be totally honest with you. Um, we'd do that for about an hour, doing the um thing, and then we'd rock up to the shopping center. We'd attempt to sell all day. We'd pack up at five. We'd go back to the office. We'd do some more um. I'd get the seven o'clock train home. I'd get home at eight. That's a long day. It was commission only. I made about $100 in those four days. I realized I was earning less than the children that I was meant to be representing for Save the Children. So, yeah, I I got out of there pretty quick. I mean, I was young and stupid and 18, but I mean, I wasn't that dumb that I couldn't work out that my hourly rate was just something ridiculous. Uh, what was your first job? Some cool ones on there. People working at service stations. That's a good job. I had a friend of mine that worked at a server. He loved it. You know, I'm out there selling for three days in this job, earning like 50 cents an hour. 
And my friend at the servo, he was loving it. He was there for years. He's talking to the customers. He's selling petrol. He's selling all the weird American candy and all of that that they always have at the servos. He was loving it. Victoria, she worked at a local corner shop. See, that's another good first job. I love that. Wholesome. You know everyone in the neighborhood. You know their names. You know what they're coming in to get. You know that, you know, John from Smith Street, he's going to be rocking up to get in the morning paper at two past seven every morning. Wooshka, there he is. Robin, she was a grocery packer. See, they don't even have them anymore, Robin, but that's a great first job. I love that. And Jesse making stubby holders. That's kind of cool. That's a little different. Love to know what your first job was. 676-2299 or on our Facebook page. Or look, if you want to whinge to me for potentially harassing you in the supermarket at some stage there being a sales hawker, that's okay. You know, even after four days in that job, I tell you, I got called some names that I've never heard since. This is good Charlotte. A light-hearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's the feed. It's the feed. Here's something we haven't chatted about for a while. Hey, tours coming to Australia and Justin Bieber. He's bringing his Justice Well tour to Australia next November. It'll be his first concert in Australia in more than five years since stadium shows in March 2017 on his Purpose Well tour, which was then abruptly cancelled a couple of months later due to exhaustion from the singer after doing 150 concerts across 40 countries in under 12 months. Not bad. After taking a bit of time out to recalibrate to make his pop career more sustainable, he's also had an extended honeymoon with his model wife, Hayley, and developed his clothing brand as well. 27-year-old Bieber is back in command of his musical legacy. He spent 14 consecutive weeks with the Kid Leroy at number one on our Australian charts with the hit Stay. And it's also the fastest single to reach 1 billion streams on Spotify. Not bad at all. He's going to be performing at HBF Park in Perth on November 22. Marvel Stadium in Melbourne, November 26. The new Sydney Football Stadium on November 29. And Suncourt Stadium in Brisbane on December 3. A ridiculous amount of live acts popping up in Australia in 2022. We've got Vance Joy and Billie Eilish. They're going to be coming here. Tame Impala, Snoop Dogg. He's going to be performing in October. Guns N' Roses coming here. Dua Lipa performing at the beginning of uh, 2022. The Killers, they're going to be back here performing. And also Five Seconds of Summer back in November. How good is that? I love it. Live music not too far away. And of course, the 50th Tamworth Country Music Festival to be the first first festival back on the map in uh, just under two months time if you can believe it channel 10 they've issued a statement about the future of the project as the show continues to suffer through its concerningly low ratings despite the nightly current affairs programs audience being in decline a spokesman for the network recently told the podcast that's entertainment that it's here to stay it said that recent media reports inferring that the project will not be on Channel 10 in 2022 have been completely fabricated, false, and misleading. The show recently celebrated its 12th birthday, and it's here to stay. 
At a time when information, context, and understanding is more important than ever, the project will continue to provide Australians with their dose of news delivered differently. The show, yeah, debuted in 2009 and recently hit a low of just 270,000 viewers last Thursday night. It's down 20% on last year and down 30% of its 2011 audience of around about half a million. Uh, they're getting paid a lot for it as well. Kerry Bickmore and Lisa Wilkinson, they're apparently on 1.7 mil and 1.5 mil annually. Not bad. The networks denied those pay packets, and it's been a disastrous couple of months for Channel 10 as well with The Bachelorette um, de uh, debuting with very poor ratings, and The Bachelor as well, barely scraping into the top 20 TV shows each night. Usually in media, if they say that, none up, we're standing by you, uh, and uh, don't you worry, it's, it's here to stay, usually means you're on the chopping block. Quarter to seven, we'll watch this space. That is the feed here at 92.9. This is Birds of Tokyo and Anchor. That is Pink at 92.9. JB here. Thanks, Country Autos, GWM, Havel, Bridge Street, West Tamworth. I bought Hank, my rabbit, uh, on the weekend a bed. Yep. I thought, you know, because I got tiles and stuff like that at home. Pretty chilly. So I thought, yep. you know, you can't lie on that anymore for his little floofy feet. So I have to give him, you know, <laughs> it's coming get him in the a summer. Soft... The cool tiles probably probably be good for him. That's true. I bought it the wrong time. Maybe yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. He's there like, we go. Solved uh, it. I don't need your bed. Yeah, don't even. I'm a hardcore the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heck, the hardcore rabbit. Love it. <laughs> Anyways. So he, he, so he doesn't. He, he used it for about five seconds, long enough for me to take a photo of yep. him in it and then hop straight out. Of course. Never uses it. He'll be so ungrateful. He'll be, yeah, exactly. He'll be lying somewhere on the tiles. Yep. I'll move the bed. Like he'll hop away. I'll move the bed to where he was before. Yep. And he'll lie next to it. Like, he'll come back and go, Yeah. What's he's that, like, what's that doing there? Yep. I'm not lying. What the hell is that? That wasn't there before. I'm lying <laughs> next to it. Whatever. Sorry. I, I want this. I've actually given up um, buying my dog's, like, chew toys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because either... And beds. Because yeah. I just rip, like... They'll rip apart the bed. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not picking up... The, <laughs> I'm not picking up the stuffing from a bed. I'm sick of it. <laughs> But my husband's um, pretty good. Can't be good for their digestive system either. Hopefully they're not eating it. No, yeah. <laughs> just, just tearing them just, apart. Yeah, okay. And they don't play with the toys either. I'm like, <laughs> you, you guys aren't normal. <laughs> Do you, but you got to you. But you are these toys that they can play with themselves with, or like you know the chew to... toy thing? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Scruff, she she loves to chew on things. Yeah. My husband, <laughs> this is this is terrible. My husband got a shot bucket <laughs> on the weekend. Yeah. And um. <laughs> Obviously, you left it outside within reach for Scruff. And I was sitting out there with Ali on the weekend, and I look over, here's Scruff playing with a shot bucket. But if I'd got her a toy, yeah, the it, was toy an empty, empty, it was an empty shot bucket, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I'd bought her a toy, she wouldn't play, like, she wouldn't be chewing yeah. on it. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I love this dog logic from Rebecca. She writes, she's bought a kennel and a bed to put in it for her dog. Yep. Came home, the bed's torn to pieces, and the dog sleeps on top of the kennel. <laughs> Fair enough. Is that like Snoopy? <laughs> I need to know the dog's name now. 
It would be weird if it was Snoopy. It would be a bit weird. <laughs> Strange coincidence. <laughs> Love to know what you bought your pet and then it never uses. I reckon there's... They'll have to do a research research into this. I'm surprised that there hasn't been any done. Yeah. Or like the, the Australian Economic Council spending $4.89 billion a year on cat and dog toys that are not used. Yep. It's got... It, we'll look into that. Yeah, I think so. It has to be done. I'll publish that. <laughs> Be my ticket out of here. Oh, totally. thirty-one, which means I'm running behind time and news is next. And then we're going to have a chat with Phil Betts as well because the Australia Day nomination is now open. Stop talking.